This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 376, Confident Hypnosis in Five Steps. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. I'm Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast. And today we're actually going to dive directly in because I have been having quite a number of conversations with many of you in this industry, from those of you who are just starting up to even those of you who are already out there working professionally and yet perhaps are looking for a little bit more of an edge in terms of how to become more confident in helping your clients. And confidence, not to put it just on the sort of positive feeling, let's all hold hands and make each other feel good kind of dynamic. Not just for that. It's the fact that inside of our sessions, as we convey an attitude of, let's say, appropriate and respectful confidence, we become even more effective in the work that we do. I mean, I'd ask you simply, as you're about to go into a session with a client and you already know and have it within you, at least one, two, or all five of these steps I'm going to share with you here, well, think about the changes that's going to create in your work. And understand these are not things that I just kind of compiled a fancy list and thought, hey, this'll be helpful. People will click and download that. No, this is actually what I've kind of focused on over the years, not just in the work that I do, but also in the training events that I share. Speaking of which, I'm doing a quick episode this week because we are still preparing for a very special event coming up very soon. DoHypnosisAnywhere.com. Head over to that website right now, and if you're in time, you can join us for the live event. If you're looking at that after the live event, no worries. You can still get access to everything in a permanent access membership private library. And here's what it is. Do Hypnosis Anywhere the five-day challenge for confident online hypnosis. Five days of challenge-style tasks, five days of specific action steps to help you to become even more confident helping your clients. And can I call something out here real quick, by the way? Uh, Yes, we are calling this Do Hypnosis Anywhere. Thus, the website, dohypnosisanywhere.com. However, even for those of you that perhaps prefer to split your time between in-person sessions, let's say in an office, or online sessions, perhaps by way of Zoom is what most of us use at the time of this recording, these strategies are going to spill over no matter where you see your clients. I mean, even if you're a stage hypnotist, there's going to be applications of what I'm going to share with you. Even if you're doing group sessions in person or even online, these principles are going to pour over for you. And let me uh, stop holding back the uh, price, uh, which is this is a big five-day event with a ton of bonuses and resources and lifetime access to the libraries. And no, we do not need any more scripts as hypnotists. We need transcripts to model exactly what was done with a specific client on that specific day as if that was the specific route that we decided was the best fit, which is where... I'm going to have my team professionally transcribe the entire Do Hypnosis Anywhere event for you. Uh, And by the way, all of this is just 27 bucks. Yeah, now that I've recorded that, we can't raise the price after the event happens because now it's recorded 
Oh, rats, look at that. That means you should at any time head over to dohypnosisanywhere.com and uh, get access to the event. If you're joining us in time, fantastic. Be there alive as it kicks off. <laughs> if you're listening to this well after the fact, we'll keep that website live and then you can still get access to everything. So dohypnosisanywhere.com, the five-day challenge for confident online hypnosis. And with that, let's dive directly into this week's episode, session number 376, Confident Hypnosis in Five Steps. Step number one, a flexible strategy. Now, I'm going to kick off with this one because it's going to be a little bit of a toward motivation as well as a bit of an away from motivation because this, at the end of the day, is what we really need to become successful working with our clients. And previously, we did a whole episode on a protocol-based approach. I'll link to it in the show notes over at worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash 376. That's where you can find the specific show notes and details for this week's episode. However, if you're working from a, from a protocol, and, and when I say protocol, I mean one that says step one is this, step two is that, step three is this, I will respectfully say, learn the heck out of anything you can. However, oh, here we go. I've been watching the George Carlin documentary, uh, so I'm holding back the George Carlin-esque, but when you think about it, but hey, when you think about it, anything that tells you this is the one true model and if you don't do it in this way, it won't work. That's where I want you to throw up the flag of cynicism and doubt and really kind of attitude. Because one of the sort of, dare I say, viruses that comes out of the protocol-based approach is the fact that, and I'm cautious to say this because it sounds very negative to those that may be new, but those that have been around are helping industries for quite some time know that this is actually sadly a little widespread, which would be that there are often taught approaches that would say if the client is not having success at step two of this five-step process or step three of this 11-step process, it means they have secondary gain, they're holding on to the problem for some subconscious benefit, or they're just not yet ready. To which I would go, respectfully, you've probably done hypnosis more than your client has. Therefore, whose responsibility is it to be flexible? And it's where if all you had was a hammer in your toolbox, everything would start to look like a nail. And simply put, there are sometimes better strategies. So there's never the moment in my work or even what I teach nowadays as to the, if they don't follow through, let's pick the easy one here. If they don't succeed with hypnotic regression, it's because they were not yet ready. Um, maybe? I would say most likely not, though. Because again, well, we have all these other strategies in our toolkits, and not one is any more magic than the other. It comes around to the how it works, the why it works, as well as exactly how well can you actually apply it to the specific person in front of you. So yes, this is going to be a nuance of what I'll be talking about at the dohypnosisanywhere.com event. But at the end of the day, flexible strategy, the more flexibility you have going into the change intervention, the greater odds you have of outstanding success. And hey, I already hinted at step number two, which would be knowledge of why a technique works. 
Buckle up, because I might get a little provocative and controversial here. Because I am convinced, in a very positive, loving, supportive way, that many of the techniques that we hold dear as professional hypnotists actually work for reasons different than what people would expect. And I already brought one of them up, and all I will say safely is that this is an interpretation, not the only interpretation. So those of you that are perhaps a little bit more of the purest perspective, careful now, because do not hear what I'm about to say is the absolute truth and nothing but the truth. No, instead, here is a possible understanding as to how a technique works. Let's take a moment and consider what we now consider to be the modern approach to hypnotic age regression, which, by the way, hypnotic regression is not just one technique. The process of hypnotic age regression for the modern practitioner is probably about a dozen or so techniques strung together in a rather clever sequence that we put as the chapter header of regression, but really, inside of it, it's like affect bridge, uh, which is the bringing up of emotion, the bringing up of ab reaction to then association into a previous event, then confirmation of event, and then the informing process, and then the future pacing, and then the uh, future testing, and then the integration, then the compounding. And instead, if I've overloaded you, some of you may be new here, yet it comes around to, it's a bunch of stuff inside of one technique. But when you think about it, see, I got one in there. When you think about it, in my world, so often the hypnotic age regression process is less about the purity of the thing we uncover, which in thousands of sessions over the years of my own, very rare, less than less than three I can think of, were truly the pure repressed memory. They didn't remember it. No, it's often some sort of you know inconspicuous thing that really wasn't much to consider. But the perception at the time was what really needed to adjust. And in my world, Step number two of confident hypnosis, knowledge of why a technique works. As much as, yes, there is the catharsis, as Aristotle once said, the purgitation of the soul. Yes, there is the um, bird of phoenix, the death and resurrection, the hero's journey that's all embedded inside of this hypnotic regression technique. But at the end of the day, it is a clever strategy to get your client to do direct suggestion hypnosis on themselves. Think about it. It's getting the client to a place where now it doesn't matter how clever you think you are, it doesn't ma matter how clever you think I am, you are bringing a client to a place where now they are talking themselves out of the issue. Be there in the moment with that five-year-old you, tell him what he needs to know so he doesn't feel that fear. And I gotta say, Again, chapter header, the sort of 30,000-foot view, this is where up until that moment in the change process, they've continuously talked themselves into the problem. Now, by way of the, let's say, artistic and thematic structure that the regression may represent, you've created a logical construct where the client can now talk themselves out of the issue. And I will say, as I approach that specific method from that angle now, it's become even more streamlined. The spotlight is shining on the change we wish to create as opposed to dragging them through the mud of the problem more and more. And instead, 
By doing so, we get the results stronger, faster, more consistently. Now, you might disagree with what I said, and I'm okay with that. In fact, I would encourage it because as you can defend why you think the technique is more effective, it means you're going to do it better. And that's what I care about. So with anything that you do, have the knowledge of why a technique works, even if it may just be your own personal opinion, even if it may be something that I or someone else you would listen to and respect would also disagree with. If you know the how and the why of why you do it, that's what I care about even further. Which brings us to step three, confident hypnosis and five steps. Step number three, understanding of waking hypnosis. Which, by the way, uh, we've now had several hundred people from all around the world. And yes, this is a bit of a timely episode as I'm talking about an event that kicks off next week. But then again, you can pick up the full replay package and all the resources by going to dohypnosisanywhere.com. And the understanding of waking hypnosis is, quite honestly, one of the bigger takeaways you're going to get from this Do Hypnosis Anywhere event. The same patterns of language you would use to explain hypnosis, aka the pre-talk, the same patterns of language you would use to create the hypnotic state, also known as the induction, the same patterns of language you would use to affect change, all the techniques and tools and principles are actually the same techniques and language patterns we use to communicate on our website, to explain what we do at a networking event or on a podcast or on a video or on social media or in the conversations with our clients. The entire process is about suggestion. And a little behind the scenes of my teaching, my change, my sales, my um, everything strategy comes around to get the result before you go for the result. Some of you know the silly anecdote around this, which would be that I officially never asked my wife out on a date. But somehow, what are we at now? Uh, we got married five years exactly after our first date, so I genuinely have to do math every time I say this, not because I don't remember, uh, but because it's different years. <laughs> so I'm recording this in early 2022, which means the anniversary is coming up in, uh, in uh, November. And the first date was 19 and a half years ago, which means we were married uh, 13 and a half years ago. And uh, no, I didn't ask her out. Instead, there's a moment where we had worked together on a student project. We didn't quite get along. And yet, for some reason, despite the fact we didn't get along, about uh, a few weeks later, we were still hanging out after doing the student project. And um, I was chicken. So I eventually said, hey, if I like asked you out sometime, would that be okay? And I got this sort of confused, I guess. And then there we were a few weeks later at Mr. Lou's Chinese restaurant in Williamsburg, Virginia, now closed. Do not pull any metaphors out of that, by the way. And that was November 8th, 2003. And here we are, the uh, kids just turned nine and 11 and the dogs are around and the cat in the house and you all know the story. So get the result before you go for the result. Again, I didn't walk up to her and say, you and I are going to have children now that we've been married all these years and I know her sense of humor. Might have worked. Yet, it's where I got the approval <laughs> before I even asked. And eventually, I don't even think it was an official ask. It was just to go, hey, I was thinking about going to Williamsburg on this night. There's a really cool uh, Chinese restaurant. You want to go? 
And there was never, I hereby declare I intend to ask thee out for a date. No. Instead, got the result before. So there's a principle that I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about inside of this Do Hypnosis Anywhere event where I'm looking for the confirmation that the change is already in motion. The same way as I'm not really ever going to, quote, ask for a sale until I see the person is already 100% on board. The same way that there's a really cool conversational recap change strategy that I'm going to spend quite a bit of time about inside of this Do Hypnosis Anywhere event, which really solidifies the change process and creates a gorgeous hypnotic contract that whatever you're about to do is going to work. So having an understanding of waking hypnosis, I would say kind of goes back to point number two as to a knowledge of why a technique works. Part of the reason why the techniques work in my process are because of the step three, understanding of waking hypnosis and how we use those to then amplify the power of any technique we use. Do this before, during, after your sessions at all times. Speaking of which, as you're here with me for this week's episode and considering joining us for this um, wonderfully low-priced $27 event, hey, let's make it easy on people. Uh, step number four toward confident hip- I only go heavy into a sales pitch. Can I sidebar for a moment? I only go heavy into a sales pitch when it's like stupid cheap and ridiculously reasonable. Um you know, and yes, as someone who's put out thousands of hours of free podcast over the years, you'll see this, why I feel the need to explain this on this dohypnosisanywhere.com page is just sort of an insight towards my internal thinking, uh, would be that because of the production value, because of the uh, team we have putting this one together, um, you know, we can't do this one for free, but we're kind of doing this honestly at a bit of a break even strategy right now. Uh, but that way also I can over-deliver like crazy and make sure you have access to everything even long after the event. And the metaphor of wearing uh, a belt and suspenders and pants one size too small would be that we have so many mechanisms in process for this event to make sure this pulls off outstandingly well. I say that because we've had an unfortunate run of online events that just did not work. And it's where like, if you're already signed up for dohypnosisanywhere.com, uh, you already have the membership library. Yes, there's a lot of coming soon videos on there, which will then rapidly be replaced by the real ones, because, well, I'm recording this the Tuesday on the 31st of May before the uh, <laughs> June 2nd podcast released on Thursday, before the Monday, June 6th kickoff. And again, in the words of uh, Jurassic Park, we spared no expense. So, hey, speaking of which, step number four toward confident hypnosis, a passion for ongoing learning. And really, point number four is the entire motivation for why I'm doing this episode solo this week. Because, could I nerd out for a second with all of you? There is a little strategy called a two-step opt-in. And I'm going to nerd out on technology here for a moment, but listen carefully for What's embedded inside of this? Do not get caught too much in the technology. Uh, but hey, if you want to see it in motion, if only there was a website I've mentioned several times now, dohypnosisanywhere.com, where you'll see the two-step opt-in in place. And I'll explain everything here. From the main page is the option to create your membership account. That then does a little popover that only asks for your email address. 
The next page it brings you to, though, is the actual page, which has the full stack of everything you're going to get with this event, plus the whole, you know, product stack of here's the value of everything and then just the low $27 admission fee. And then there's an order form. And here's the psychology behind this. And those of you that have done the Velvet Rope strategy training with me would recognize this already. It's that whenever you ask for a small amount of information, you have a higher level of compliance. And when you ask for more information, compliance drops off. So if you've been around me long enough, you've heard this phrase already. Most people are looking at your information when they're not in a position to make a buying decision, which is a fancy way of saying they're on the phone, on the toilet. I think I got the prepositional phrases right, the grammar of that sentence. So from the main page, give me your email address to create your account. However, to activate your account, page two, is the order form, which asks for first name, last name. Ooh, it asks for email address again. However, our fancy software repeats it, so you don't have to. Then it asks for payment information, phone number, and I think a few other little bits and pieces which we have to have to process the uh, registration. And the reason we do that, in the marketing world, this is called an open cart strategy. So the people who do the first email opt-in, but then don't complete the transaction, get a series of like three or four emails, hey, did life get in the way? You haven't yet completed your uh, registration. And we do that because it's easier to win the opt-in on the first page and it's not that people suddenly go, wait, I have to pay for this, because that's all on the first page. That's all very transparent. It's just that, hey, they <laughs> might be on the toilet, and they might not have their credit card with them, at which point, thankfully, there's a reminder a few hours later, come back, finish your registration. I tell you that because in all of the open cart emails, which, by the way, have been ridiculously low, most people just completely go through the sequence right away, but we are you know, retaining a few people who might have dropped off because they got distracted. There's at least three emails so far of people who have responded to the, hey, you haven't signed up yet. What's up? If you have any questions, let me know. And it's honestly so I can learn what you all need help with even before we do this big dohypnosisanywhere.com event. And three emails already, three different people have said, well, I'm already doing sessions online, so what am I even going to learn? And Yes, I may be applying the snarky, arrogant, uh, snooty, if I may, voice when I say that. Uh, yet if you saw these emails, you would be there too. Which brings me back to, I think, must have been 2011, 2012. And I found out that Roy Hunter was going to be coming to the area to do um, a training at the hypnobirthing convention, which was going to be happening in Sterling, Virginia, which was only 30 minutes down the road from my office. And I checked in with Roy. I checked in with Mickey Mongan to go, hey, Roy's only doing two days on parts. And could I have Roy do two days on regression at the Virginia Hypnosis office before the event? And they all said, that's great. Hey, here's how we can all cross-promote the hotels not available where they're doing the hypnobirthing convention. This will be wonderful. To which then we started to get demand of people saying, hey, why is Roy only doing regression? Could he also do parts? And then we were cross-promoting. Hey, Roy's doing parts 30 miles down the road. And then people were replying, I can't do those dates. Could he do it in Virginia? 
and I'm covering all bases. I check in with Mickey and she goes, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And so if I remember the timing right, it would have been that Roy did parts at my office, regression at my office, parts at the hypnobirthing convention, then attended the hypnobirthing convention. I give you this as a story because I even go back to that event. must have been at this point almost 10 years ago. And I had people going, oh, I already do a version of parts therapy with my clients. I don't need to attend that. And like, I'm not as seasoned as I am right now back at this point in the journey. And back then I was only hosting guest training events because I was greedy and I wanted to bring them to my home rather than have to travel to other people's events. That's why we did those. Stay tuned. We're going to start some up here in Orlando as well, eventually. Yet what it came around to was that I wanted to attend it and let's just bring around, you know, 20 friends to attend. But again, this, I already do that. I don't need that. And I'm like, he's going to do two full days, like 16 plus hours on one technique. Sign me up. You know, here's a couple of years ago. And, you know, she's been a member of many of my programs that I've put out. She's attended my events, Tracy Barrett Adams. You know, I believe going through both my hypnotic workers and my hypnotic business systems, and I think attended hypnotic products. And then she pops up at HypnoThoughts a few years back, and she's offering a one-day event on sleep improvement. And I, I signed up for it because I'd heard her speak about it. And I'm like, I bet she does some things better than I do. I want to go to that. And I had I had other people reaching out and going, why are you attending that? You already work with that. You already teach that. I'm like, yeah, but I can learn more. Um, Jesse McAnally, who's been on this podcast, and no, this was not the strategy, but like as we recorded, it was a really great episode because there was a funny thing that happened inside of our private hypnotic um, business systems group that she's a member of. And like, she posted this big win and people were asking her, how did you do that? And she responded, I followed Jason's steps. And <laughs> we wanted to tell that story and highlight what she's brilliant at doing also on the podcast. And not that it was a marketing ploy, but then she spun around and signed up for the Work Smart Hypnosis Live event. And as this happened, I'm giving you a bunch of examples of this one, because this one is a widespread issue. People in the event were going, Jesse, why did you sign up for this class? You're already working professionally. You don't need it. And she said something identical to what I would have said. I wanted to see how Jason does this. I wanted to see how, for that event, Richard was a co-host. Richard Nongard was a co-host. I want to see how they do that. So this passion for ongoing learning. I'm already inside of the app for HypnoThoughts Live. If you haven't yet registered, go to htlive.net or worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash Vegas 2022. Because if you sign up for either my pre or post, you're going to get a significant amount of money off of your convention registration. And like, I'm already in there figuring out the workshops I'm going to go to. Back when the IMDHA conference was in Daytona Beach, part of the reason we now actually live in Orlando, by the way, my family would come to that event. And they'd walk through the lobby and they're like, why is your vendor table empty most of the day? It's like, because I'm in workshops. So passion for ongoing learning. Small hinges swing big doors. The further you go into this profession, you don't need everything to be revolutionary. Sometimes it's a few little tweaks that make everything better. And it's this passion for ongoing learning that really helps you to become even more confident. And let's bring it on home. 
Step number five towards confident hypnosis, proven systems. Now notice I said proven systems, not protocols. And I'm okay though if it's a protocol that has flexibility built into it. I had a big conversation. I, I trained virtual gastric band for Sheila Granger, which yes, is a protocol. However, it kicks off by being extremely flexible. There was a conversation in the private group that I run for people who have gone through that VGB training with me. And they're like, yeah, but Jason doesn't do the aversion. I'm like, well, hang on. In the demo inside of my training on that, I asked the volunteer client a number of questions and I explained this to the group in that training. I'm like, hey, there wasn't a reason to do the aversion, so I didn't do it. So no, it's not that I don't do it, it's that for that specific client, there wasn't a need. So the proven systems are that of everything from the client finding out who we are to then becoming our client from how we have the frameworks for change inside of the process. The strategies to build up this, as I call it everywhere I work, unstoppable confidence, so that there's nothing that could go wrong that you're like, oh, I got something for this. So it's by a systematic approach, which, let me just give this a few seconds. Uh, we have a new rush of folks that are kind of targeting the hypnosis world uh, for the reason of selling trainings, and yet they've never seen clients, they've never worked in our field. They saw us as what the marketing world calls a micro-niche category, uh, which is often easier to win a sales message inside of a micro-niche. You know, you could talk to weight loss, and that's a huge category. You can talk to ketogenic weightlifters who are men under 40, and uh, well, there's Still a bigger crowd, it turns out, than hypnotists worldwide, but that gets closer to a micro niche. And it's where I encourage you, anything you're looking to do, make sure you're modeling the work of someone who has actually done the work. Um, it's where, you know, we don't have one coming up, but stay tuned for it. When Richard Nongard and I do the ICBCH instructor training, the Train the Trainer program, you know, it's where we turn people away. Because if they say, well, I haven't yet seen clients, but I thought doing classes would be good for my business, we don't want those people representing our profession as instructors. That's dangerous. That's irresponsible. So make sure for anything you ever do, it's the same thing I said to my clients, do a Google search of the person you're considering learning from. Because in the 21st century, anybody can throw together a fancy looking website on their own in a few hours. And I should know, I teach people how to do it. Instead, though, you want to find evidence beyond their own personal stuff that this is the person who does the thing, which about 150 of you just nerded out because I used a private little catchphrase inside of our sort of premium influence consulting group of when you're the person who does the thing, you're the person who does the thing. So make sure whatever you're learning is from people who actually do the thing and actually walk the walk and talk the talk of what they do and actually have a track record of getting results, not just in their own business, but also in many others around the world too. So let's recap it. Confident hypnosis in five steps, a flexible strategy, a knowledge of why a technique works, even if it may be your own personal opinion, the understanding of waking hypnosis, a passion for ongoing learning and proven systems. 
Jason Lynette here once again, and let me get direct to the point. If you have not yet gone to dohypnosisanywhere.com, stop everything and take a few moments and uh, step one, nerd out when you see this two-step mechanism in motion, and step two, complete page number two, because <laughs> that's going to give you access to this five-day interactive event five days of training, one hour a day, five specific action steps in a challenge-style format where you're going to be shocked how much you can accomplish in a short amount of time by putting what you've learned immediately into motion. So head over to dohypnosisanywhere.com. It's the five-day challenge for confident online hypnosis, though as I already revealed, even if you just want to do the sessions in person, most everything I'm going to share with you is still going to apply because I have a need to always universalize everything I share with you out into everything else you can do. So check that out, dohypnosisanywhere.com. If you're listening to this before it launches on Monday, June 6, 2022, awesome. Can't wait to have you there live and in real time with us. If you're listening sometime after the fact, this event is going to be archived and available to you at just as high of a quality as a permanent lifetime access mechanism that you can continuously go back to and review on your own time. So if you're there live, if you're watching after the fact, either way, let's help you to become even more confident, not just online, but in all of your hypnosis. So check that out, dohypnosisanywhere.com. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at worksmarthypnosis.com.